What's up, folks? We are back. Episode 7 of 18, a Minnesota Twins baseball podcast. As always, I'm your host, Joe. Uh, happy to be here. Excited to talk about the Twins. Uh, a lot of news in the last couple of days I haven't uploaded. Uh, I, we upload four days a week, and, you know, I don't know. Uh, I don't know why I didn't upload. I just didn't feel like it. But we're back. That's all that matters. Uh, so, yeah, today we're going to break down... Uh, some big news in the fr- Twins franchise. Uh, we're going to uh, also talk about what I would like to see in the offseason. Uh, look at like a possible lineup and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, why don't we just get started? Anyway, so the first thing I want to bring up today is, of course, the Minnesota Twins premiering their new uniforms at the Mall of America on November 18th. Uh, unfortunately, I will not be able to attend, but I am pretty excited for this. I know a lot of people aren't. They just think, oh, yeah, new uniforms, new brand, whatever. But I'm pretty excited for it. Uh, there's been a lot of speculation over what it is. Uh, I really, I enjoy brands. I like to see how it brings new freshness and things like that. Uh, and, you know, I'm, I like the Twins jerseys, the current jerseys, but, I mean, I'm not completely in love with them. And I could be a lot more in love with them. And I hope that their new jerseys are as good as they have the potential to be. Um, for example, I would like to, I would say a jersey I really like is like, uh, you know the navy blue one? Uh, the navy blue one that's like the uh, red one and like the go- it's got the gold outlines that they premiered just a, uh, just a few years ago. Uh, I think it was in 2019. It was the alternate, uh, the alternate one. Uh, I really liked that. Um, I did not enjoy the white home unis. Um, I am, I don't like the navy road ones that much. I really don't like the home. I really don't like the only home jersey I like is. I mean, I have a. I kind of enjoy the red, but the uh, but I and the baby blues are fun. Uh, but I really enjoy these uh, these navy ones. So I hope there's more like that in the new rebrand. Uh, we we saw a sneak peek of it that uh, Buck gave us. Um, just some small uh, some small portions of the jersey. But they said they're going to uh, try to build back the heritage of like what the twins were and stuff. Uh, I don't think heritage is the right word, but. You know what I mean? There was actually a leaked photo, uh, leaked in air quotes, I'm not sure if it was real, of the hat, of like a possible hat. Um, I'm not sure if that's real. We'll see, I guess, in one week, one week from today, uh, next Friday, November 18th. But we'll see. It just looked like some slight touch-ups, like uh, a bunch of people were joking, like they spent all this money for literally nothing. But uh, I think think it'll be more than that. I'm excited to see them. Uh, I know it's not a huge hype as unis aren't, uh, uniforms aren't, like, players, but I still, I mean, I enjoy the uniforms. I, I try to see what uniforms they're wearing every day and, uh, enjoy it when I'm going to a game and they're wearing uniforms I like. Um, I do think they needed a rebrand. Uh, well, I don't know. I really don't, I think they didn't like their jerseys and I feel like they needed to refresh because I I don't think very many people like the home whites uh, people are thinking about having like a pinstripe uh, like a pinstripe similar to uh, 
I guess like 2015. Uh, a lot of people liked those. Um, you know, I'm fine with pinstripes. I don't know what I would want for home uniforms that are like from white home uniforms. I think I would like something with like more piping and uh, like so all white red piping than like say like I don't know you know it's just I don't I I feel like the twins don't have very good logos for uh, home uniforms but you know with the rebrand maybe we'll get new new logos too to mess around with on our uniforms um so yeah I feel like that's big news um I'm excited for it um unfortunately we can't have Correa showing up to that uh because he's not a re-signed twin yet yeah probably not but still uh, but I'm excited for it. Uh, I, I hope a lot of people are. I don't think a lot of people are. I think, you know, it just depends on the type of fan you are. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. I want to see what they can come up with. I hope it's good. Uh, a similar thing they were talking about trying to do was similar to the Padres. If you remember, it used to be the Navy with white logo until they changed to like the brown and gold and yellow. Um, I, I would be happy if the Twins did something kind of like that. I mean, not like the color schemes, but, you know, how they refresh it. People are talking about, like, calling it, like, you know, their, their Western jerseys or, uh, like, cowboy Western jerseys, like, or style, like, logo style and stuff. Like, with how the Padres, you can see how it's more of a cowboy style, uh, logo with how the, uh, SD and, like, you know, and, like, how the, uh, how the jerseys are uh, more, you know, Western ranch themed. Uh, that's been a kind of a popular uh, jersey fad recently that uh, many teams are trying. Um, you know, I hope that I, I think I, I think they'll do a good job unless they're absolutely terrible. I think the, I think they'll do a good job. And I think, you know, I hope we have one of the better looking jerseys in the league because um, before not so much. Um, some people like them, some people don't, a lot of people don't, but, uh, you know, hopefully a lot of people will in the next, uh, re-jersey. I don't think, I don't think they can make something as iconic as the Dodger jerseys or, uh, uh, you know, um, the Yankees. I mean, nobody can. They've just been around that long. That's why they're that iconic. Uh, also we're getting the, uh. I can't remember if the Nike City Connects are in 2023 or 2024, but that's like where we had where uh, if you're seeing Boston's yellow jerseys or um, the Padres are a well-known one. Um, the the Royals, I think. Oh no, so the White Sox that says South Side with the black and white pinstripes. Uh, that's a City Connect. So the Twins will be getting theirs in either 2023 or 2024. I'm excited for what those will look like. I hope I can get one. Uh, get my hands on one of those once they come out. But, uh, you know, another thing that's going to be interesting, I hope this is actually just, uh, the rebrand is just so the Twins can uh, update and, like, look fresher instead of just a way to sell more jerseys and uh, stuff like that. Uh, I think I'll try to get a hat or something. Um, so here's an example of what. So uh, has anybody, I'm not sure if you've seen the uh, the hat uh, f for the 4th of July hats, um, I think they're the ones with, like, the American flag colors, so I bought a hat, one of those, except it didn't have the stars and stripes, it just had those colors, 
and that looked awesome. And so here, I'll tweet out a picture of it actually. Um, but I I really like that style, and uh, and I would really like if the twins had a jersey themed around that hat design. Uh, yeah, check us out at uh, twins or at eighteen twins podcast uh, on Twitter to uh look at the picture of the uh of the hat uh, i would really like to see a jersey based around that i think that would look awesome um i'm not sure if they will but you know it's a cool idea and uh you know when it's fourth of july it would match the hats but uh, if we had the hats you know like that um i think it would look pretty sick um anyway so why don't we start getting into the meat of the episode i have uh concocted a makeshift twins roster for 2023 i tried to be relatively realistic uh you know in in the possibility of possibilities um you know they if they did this they would probably be around the same payroll as last year maybe slightly above but probably around so this would be their opening roster uh so they would, and so sometimes they'll have slashes. Uh, that would mean you can, I'm not going to decide. You can pretty much just flip whichever one you want. But anyway, so this involves trading Kepler and Urshela. And then Ke- and then we have also have Polanco, who can be expendable at some point. But anyways, uh, f- at first base, we have Arise, Luis Arise. Um, I've talked about his defense before. I think he could be capable. I mean, he's a gold glove finalist, for crying out loud. I mean, no, I'm kidding. Uh, he is a gold glove finalist, which was crazy and a whole nother topic. But uh, Arise's defense, you know, he doesn't make many errors, mainly because it's hard to get an error charged in your first base, as I explained in a different episode. But, you know... I feel like this would be the best home for him unless we did second, but we have prospects who I'd rather have it second than a rise. Uh, this def- this infield defense um, is... I- I'm okay with it. Uh, I'd say it's about around league average, maybe slightly below, but nothing uh, preposterous. So a rise at first base. At second, we have Austin Martin slash Edward Julian. Or Julian, I don't know how to say his last name. I never do. But these are both Arizona Fall League breakout stars. Um, they are, they're supposed to, they ha- kind of had slower, smaller regular seasons uh, in the M- Twins minor league system. But they have the potential to be big league stars, I think. Uh, Austin Martin, of course, came over in the Jose Barrios trade. Uh, he used to play at Vanderbilt. I remember watching him play at Vanderbilt. Uh and I everybody thought he was going to be a star. He's kind of fizzled out after time. But you know what? He's coming back up, especially in the Arizona Fall League. Uh, so is so is uh, Edward Julian, who uh, he has he's grown. Uh, he had like a week where he had like six homers in the AFL, something like that. Uh, it was it was nuts. So both of these guys are prospects heating up, and both of these guys have the capability of playing second base. That's why I think it would be a smart decision for them to put Martin and Julian at second base. 
Um, you might be wondering, where's Polanco go? Well, I'm getting to this later. Uh, when I made this, I th I kind of thought it was a well constructed. I I would like I would be happy if the Twins put this on opening day, uh, and I think it would be partially realistic. Uh, if last year was realistic, then this can be realistic. Anyway, so second base, Martin slash Julian. Moving on to shortstop, Carlos Correa. Uh, so this is like the big free agent sign, uh, the main one of the thing. There's two big free agent signings that would take up the majority of our uh, payroll. But this is the main one uh, where you're like, uh, well, that this is the main one where we want uh, Correa. I'm not sure there's ever been a bigger free agent who's the perfect fit for the Twins as Carlos Correa is. Uh, I really, really hope they resign him. I see every potential in him. Uh, I feel like I, I've when I've seen ratings, I've seen so much different stuff. I've seen uh, I've seen Correa be number one on free agent ratings. Uh, I think that might be a little high, but, but I also think I I would pick him over Turner. Uh, for three reasons. I sent out a tweet about this. Um, Correa, I would pick for his... I feel like he plays slightly better defense. He's one of Platinum Gov. Turner hasn't, uh, although it could be on and off. Last year, he didn't play amazing, but he was still very good. Uh, so his defense, his leadership qualities, his clutchness, and uh, I feel like... You know, he's performed at a higher level for more of his career than Turner has. Turner with the Nationals, yeah, he was an everyday player, but he wasn't a superstar. I'm not even sure if he made the all-star team with the Nationals. With the Dodgers, he's grown up a little bit, uh, playing around all-stars and stuff like that. But, um, but you know, I think I think Turner, I, I personally would definitely take Correa over Turner. I think he's a better fit for the organization Correa is, but you know I I I hope the Twins are able to sign Correa. I hope this a lot of things need to fall into place less so than last year, but I think first of all the Twins just need to pay, but we can get him other ways for a cheaper contract if the big market teams. But I don't think many big market teams will. I would like to see the Twins try to snatch him up early. Uh, while the Giants, before Judge is signed, while people are still focusing on Judge uh, as the big free agent uh, player. So, uh, we have Correa at shortstop, uh, my big free agent signing slash re-signing. At third, we have Jose Miranda. Yes, there are a lot of questions about his defense, and this is a very questionable infield, except for Carlos Correa, who shores it up a little bit. But... Miranda is that's great def that's great uh production from the plate you can get out of your third baseman and I mean how about this offensive infield right we have uh Arise Martin slash Julian who you know both are like and we'll see but they're both have a huge upside potential uh Correa and Miranda that's pretty good hitting infield and the outfield is no slouch either so Miranda at third base in left field, because we'll go in the uh, order of the number positions, kind of. Uh, left field, we have Trevor Larnick. So, Larnick, uh, I, I feel like Larnick can be better than Kepler. I, uh, I really do. 
Um, I I think Larnick is. I think Larnick has. Uh, I think he has a solid average to above average everyday player. You know, maybe an All Star once or twice in his career. But when he's he's he was a good player for the Twins last year. He hit the ball hard all the time. Uh, he was a good left-handed hitter. And I think this would be a well-balanced, you know, righty-lefty lineup, too, uh, looking at the rest of the lineup. Uh, so, Larnack at left field. In center field, we have Byron Buxton. No surprise there if he can just stay healthy, which is probably the biggest if in Twins history other than, I mean, re-signing Carlos Correa. But uh, I think Buxton, I hope, I would rather him be injured for most of the year like he was in 2021 than last year where he just played injured and was pretty much an anchor for the team. Uh, you know, not in a good way either, just dragging him down uh, like a plow or something, you know, just, you know, I, I feel like he has the potential, but he was a boomer bust guy last year, uh, hit 220 but had 500 slugging percentage. Uh, that's literally, you know, he's. I don't want him to turn into Sano, uh, but he was kind of creeping into Miguel territory uh, last year. So I would like to see him sure things up a little bit, uh, figure things out, and, you know, um, just overall try to, I mean, if he's healthy for half the season with good production, then with way better production than he was last year, uh, not way better, raising that average a little than he was last year, uh, I would definitely take that if he was there for 81 games. In right field, we have Matt Walner. So Walner... Uh, last year he showed up a bit for September. You know what? I'd take him over Kepler. Just, I think it's pretty much just exact same thing. Other than with Walner, you're gaining a teeny bit of offense and a teeny more bit of pop. Keep in mind, Kepler only had nine home runs last year. So we're getting, I guess, a lot more pop considering that. Uh, but we're also... What we're getting on the offensive spectrum, we're sacrificing on the defensive end, as Walner is not as good of a defensive uh, right fielder as Kepler. Um, I don't think it's very close either. Um, either way, I think Walner, you know, he's going to strike out a ton, but he's going to hit for a lot of power, and I think he can hit for a decent average, especially if he works on his strikeout numbers, which I think he knows this offseason. Uh, it'll just be a matter of doing it, <laughs> you know. Yeah, easier said than done, though. Uh, but Wa Matt Waller will be our starting right fielder. Uh, catcher, we have Jeffers slash Narvaez. So Narvaez, if you didn't know, he is a catcher from Milwaukee. A lot of people, there's a lot of hype about him uh, saying he's a saying he's a uh, a perfect fit for the Twins. Uh, you know, I think he would definitely help. He's a lefty, so he would kind of, you could platoon him with Jeffers a lot easier. Uh, you know, I feel like they, I hope they sign Narvaez. I feel like this helps sure up, uh, everything. I feel like this fills, this, what I did here is kind of filling up all their holes that they had. Um, so we have, uh, uh we have Narvaez slash Jeffers at catcher. Uh, I don't think Jeffers can handle it by himself. Okay, at uh, DH, we have Jorge Polanco. So Polanco, I feel like... I feel like I love Polo, but he's kind of... Uh, 
we we could make room for him. He's a great, solid, everyday player. He would bring back a decent amount in a trade. Uh, I feel like we could start the year by DHing him, and then if things look up with prospects, and I mean, we can trade him at the trade deadline. Uh, you know, I just didn't really find a place for Polanco. I would rather him be here than uh, you know anywhere else. Um, I uh, I I really feel like Polanco. It's kind of losing his time with the Twins. I feel like they might as well trade him for prospects now because they have plenty of prospects uh, right now. Excuse all the noise, noise behind me, by the way. Uh, yeah, this is ridiculous. Um, anyways, on bench, we have Nervais slash Jeffers. So this is just saying whoever, whichever catcher didn't start on opening day, uh, that's where the other one goes. Uh, keep in mind, this is a 26-man roster I made as well. Uh, Nick Gordon on the bench. Uh, Gordon was great last year. He was. A, I, I was thinking about giving him the opening day nod, uh, but I feel like, I mean, maybe we could switch him with Martin and Julian at second base. Uh, I just decided not to. really doesn't matter at all as long as all three are on the roster. Uh, Gordon had a breakout year last year. Great left-handed bat. Uh, for the Twins, hit for decent power, hit for decent average. Um, you know, I was happy with how he played last year, and I think he w we were happy, and he was happy. Uh, and he could be a great utility piece for the Twins moving forward. Uh, then we have in our other bench spot, Martin slash Julian, whoever doesn't start there. And finally, Celestino. Uh, no surprises there. Celestino, good backup for Buxton especially. He's getting better at uh, defense, and he's also improving his offensive capabilities. Okay, so that was uh, the, that was the um, predictions for opening day, the uh, plan for opening day. Um... Our lineup would probably look something like uh, I would have to go Arise. Uh, it's such a good lineup. I'd say Arise, Martin, Correa, Buxton, Miranda hitting fifth, Larnack hitting sixth. That's a uh, Walner seventh, Polanco eighth. Ah, uh, Jeffers or slash Arise at catcher. Uh, hitting ninth, you know, Polanco eighth feels a little low to me, but also it would just show how deep this lineup would be. Uh, maybe I'd switch Polanco and Martin slash Julian around, um, or you know anyone else. Probably I probably switch those two around. Um, but when Miranda's hitting fifth, that's well, that's when you know your lineup's pretty deep, and when you have Harnick hitting sixth, yeah. Um, anyways, so that is the position player side of it. Now on to the pitchers. So there are two surprises here, uh, in my opinion. So starting pitcher, the Minnesota Twins signed Chris Bassett. So I think he de so he declined his qualifying offer from the Mets, which is just below twenty million. So the Twins would have to probably play him somewhere around twenty five million. And with Correa, I feel like you know it'd be slightly above the uh, payroll last year. Uh, like I said, but when you're also minusing Urshel and Kepler's contract, it'd be around the same. So I would love to see them sign Bassett. I think that would help shore up the rotation a lot. It's not having to spend the money on Rodon or uh, DeGrom, but it would also uh, shore up the rotation and make it a lot better. Uh, playoff rotation, too, with Bassett as our number one. 
you know, he was the number three starter on the Mets, but keep in mind, he was behind Scherzer and DeGrom. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> he could definitely be the Twins' number one. So, number two, Gray, uh, you know, Gray was great for the Twins last year. He should be pretty good again next year. Uh, Mally. Um, Mally definitely, he was an interesting player. I think he definitely has some breakout potential. And if you're his, and if he's your number three, you're feeling pretty good about yourself. How the rotation is in shape, um, you know, especially unless he's hurt for that the rest a lot of the season. But the Twins have rookies where they could fill in some spots if he is. I don't. I hope he's not hurt. I, I'm not sure if he will be. But he definitely has some upside starter potential where, you know, maybe he, he could he could end up pitching like a top-of-the-rotation uh, top starter. Uh, number four, we have Joe Ryan. Uh, if Joe Ryan's your number four starter, you're feeling pretty good about your depth. Uh, I think that's what's a big thing with the Twins is they've got a lot of depth. They just don't have a number one starter, their ace, uh, that they can turn to. Uh, they've got like three three. Uh, B-tier aces, you know. So, Joe Ryan at your number four pitcher. Number five, Louis Varlin. So, you might be saying, what about Bailey Ober? Uh, we'll we'll get to that in a second. Uh, but number five, Louis Varlin. I think Louis Varlin had a great showing for the Twins last year. Uh, I felt like he was similar to how Ryan was in 2021, where they brought him up towards the end, and he succeeded. He had some fine moments with uh, uh, at Yankee Stadium, and um, his home debuted, and uh, similar to how Ryan had that like ten strikeout game or whatever, uh, where we see Varlin definitely has some uh, potential in the future. Uh, you know, unless we also ha- keep in mind have another Marco Raya, uh, he could end up taking Varlin's spot possibly. But I don't think he will. I think we need a little more time for him to develop. He's now the Twins' number four overall prospect behind uh, Lee Lewis and. I don't know. Uh, I can't remember. But he's their number one pitching prospect right now. So I feel like he needs a little more time to cook, so we'll put Varlin at the number five spot in the starting rotation. Relief, we have Duran, great for the Twins. Lopez, if he's good, he could definitely help the rotation or the bullpen be a lot better. Um... You know, he he definitely could. He, he the I feel like this bullpen definitely has the chance to be a strength, um, but especially a lot of it depends on how Lopez does. Uh, another, so we're kind of lefty lefty. Um, we're we we don't have many lefties in the Twins bullpen. Uh, we currently only have one actually, uh, Caleb Thubar. Uh, so I thought, why don't we have a reunion with our old friend? who pitched in Milwaukee. That's right, we have Taylor Rogers uh, coming back as a Minnesota Twin in our bullpen. You know, he had an interesting season last year, had a ton of saves, wasn't extremely effective, was not good against righties at all, but I think he could be a great fit for the Twins. Um, you know, I think he would be awesome. It would be fun to see him back, and that would definitely up the floor of the rotation a decent amount, especially if he's good, then it upped the ceiling a ton. He's back to his 2020-2019 uh, form. Uh, then we have Kenta Maeda and I'll say Bailey Ober because they're kind of parted together. Uh, both starters, short, shorter, shorter length starters, 
uh, that I think would be great for the bullpen. That's something I really like about this bullpen's uh, opportunity is they have the length if they need to go to it. Uh, if they have a short start or if they need some rest, they can have Maeda or Ober to, you know, get the get the bullpen back intact, um, figure stuff out. Maeda, coming off Tommy John surgery, uh, was second place in Cy Young in 2020. Um, you know, he, he, he definitely has some upside. I could see him uh, pulling it off as a reliever. Uh, especially as like a three inning reliever. Uh, same with Ober. Ober, people are comparing a lot with Griffin Jacks. How uh, he, how he was, uh, you know, he was actually pretty good last year for the Twins. Uh, I think he could also be a great piece for the bullpen. Uh, next we have Griffin Jacks. Um, you know, Jacks had a great year last year. Uh, he, his slider was an elite pitch. Uh, he could definitely, he could definitely be a great part. F- piece for the Twins in the bullpen. Uh, then we have Caleb Thielbar, great lefty for the Twins last year. You know, he might kind of fall down a little bit like Duffy, considering his age and his uh, talent level, but he could also be great. And, uh, you know, this this bullpen has a really high floor anyway. And finally, Alcala, Jorge Alcala. Who could forget about him, right? I mean, literally everybody, I guess. Uh, he was injured for most for all of 2022, but in 2021, he had a great season. Uh, you know, he was a great up-and-coming. I, I kind of f- thought of when Duran was coming up, I was kind of thinking of him as an Alcala. Uh, but, yeah, I guess that figures out the rotation, I think, or the uh, bullpen. Uh, I think Alcala could be a huge part of the bullpen. I think this bullpen has a high floor. And honestly, I think this whole team, unless they have crazy injuries, I think this whole team is a division-winning team. That's a great roster. We'll go over it one final time and then wrap things up. First base, Luisa Rice. Second, Martin slash Julian. Shortstop, Correa. Third, Miranda. Left field, Larnick. Center field, Buxton. Right field, Walner. Catcher, Jeffers slash Narvaez. DH, Jorge Polanco. Our bench, Narvaez slash Jeffers. Gordon, Martin slash Julian, Celestino. Starting pitcher, Bassett, Gray, Malley, Ryan, and Varland. Relief pitchers, Duran, Lopez, Taylor Rogers, Kenta Maeda, Bailey Ober, Griffin Jacks, Caleb Thielbar, and Jorge Alcala. I think that's a great bullpen. I think that's a great pitching staff as a whole. I think that's a great lineup, uh, average defense. Um, I think this could be a great Minnesota Twins team if we make these moves. The payroll would be about the same. Uh, keep in mind, we're, we're not even losing hardly anything. We'll still get prospects back for Kepler and Urshela and possibly Polanco halfway through the season. You know, this is why I think we have the possibility to be excited for the Twins going into 2023. I mean, look at that. That's that's what you're hoping for. Uh, that would be definitely a division contending team. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's going to wrap it up. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye.